0: Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks, and you're listening to my main man Ross Volkmer. He may be a husker, but he also knows how to rock chalk. And you're listening to the Morning Blitz right here on 1025 you Rock.
1: State semifinal playoff football kicks off tonight around the great state of Kansas. Lots of uh, interesting and intriguing matchups. One of them, of course, that's not really regionally based, but will have a lot of eyes on it, is in 3A, where you have Cheney taking on Andale in the rematch. The rematch. Uh, so that's what's going on tonight. Uh, of course, we know Andale had the 57-game winning streak snapped by Cheney in a 36-30 overtime game back in Week 7. Um, in a game where Cheney came back from a 22 0 deficit, I'm going to call it right now. I think Andale gets Cheney back. I don't know. That's just my thought. I'm going to yeah. say I think it. I think Andale comes there. They're like, that's it. We're, we're, we're going to. It's revenge tour time. That's exactly right. So um, mm. I, I look at uh, Andale probably to win that game uh, in the 3A West and advance to another state title game. Uh, that's just my thought. Although it'd be great to see fresh blood in there um but boy would. You, it would just be it's going to be difficult to pull off there one other kind of regional game uh is Norton 11-0 hosting 11-0 Hoisington uh this should be a dandy of a football game this is a great game a few years or I think it was last year they played I think it was 10-8 uh in kind of a in kind of a snowy game on a cold night 10-8 uh Norton hit a last second field goal to advance to the state championship game and uh, that was the first time they'd gone to the state title game in 30 a chance to go back to back with uh, with a great head coach and Lucas Melvin and um tell you, don't sleep on uh the quarterback there for uh Norton Eli Jones the junior he might be one of the best junior quarterbacks in the state over 2000 yards passing 17 touchdowns to six picks he's also got close to 800 yards rushing and 18 scores so he really makes that uh, offense run uh and and Norton's a good team but Hoisington is his very very good as well uh they uh, they have the best scoring offense uh, at almost 47 points, over 47 points per game. So Norton's going to to play some really good defense. Uh, but it's at, here's the thing, Norton plays on turf, or sorry, uh, Hoisté plays on turf, Norton plays on grass. Is there an advantage there, maybe? I don't know. I'm not going to say there is. Uh, Travis Field, by the way, one of the great stadiums, I think, in Northwest Kansas. I love the scene there at Travis Field where Norton plays. So uh, that'll be very, very cool to see um that's that's going on tonight and then in, we got plenty of a uh, lower class football as well uh the big one of course being the six-man west game ashland nine and one uh at Shylin. so in until it said to tell the story earlier this week shylin had to go to ashland earlier this year they got back at like three o'clock in the morning now it's ashland's turn to make this long trek uh up here to bird city uh still despite the long trip shylin got the win uh earlier this season so that was really, really good. They forced five turnovers uh, in that 62-32 win earlier this season. Uh, they scored 20 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. Um, great players on both sides. Of course, Shilin's got their, their three-headed monster, Logan McCarty, Pablo Bermudez, Brady Ketzner, those guys there. They're the, they've set the single-reason school record for wins. Um, they've got the most yard. It's, it's a record-setting group, senior group for Shylin, and I don't see anybody stopping them. I don't. I don't see Ashland stopping them, and I don't see whoever wins between Cunningham and Tescott stopping them. I see the Shilin Cougars advancing all the way to the state finals and picking themselves up a state championship. Um, so that's that's my thought on the six-man side of things. And then in eight-man Division One, you've got Wichita County, uh, 11-0, the defending state champs taking on El Saline. Once again, I, I give the, the the nod to Brant Douglas, head coach there for wichita county they've done a phenomenal job they have uh they have outscored their opponents by a score of 678 to 92 this season <laughs> 678 wow. to 92 wow i i don't i don't see how they get slowed down um they have 20 uh wyatt gardner their quarterback 21 touchdowns to just one pick what does he think he is cj stroud um, and then hundred, then over thousand, over twelve hundred yards rushing in 21, twenty one. He's are quite responsible for forty one touchdowns this year. Is Wyatt Gardner? I mean, that's amazing to me. So, Wichita County, El Saline, another one of those eight man games going on here. So, uh, some very intriguing, interesting games tonight. Like I said, I feel good about Andale. I feel good about Wichita County. I feel good about Shylin. I don't know about Norton Hoisington. I think that could be another real doozy of a football game, but we'll see. So, just a few, a few of Ross's thoughts on the high school football slate Since we couldn't get Connor Nickel on today, so just a few of my random thoughts. I, you saw Cheney. That's what. The, that's the only team that you've seen this yeah. year. I mean, I uh, yeah, and you haven't seen Andale, but I mean, if you what, what what you were really impressed with Cheney though when you saw them play Colby, especially their quarterback.
0: I was very very impressed with with a lot frankly because if you're not a Colby fan if you didn't happen to catch that game brutal it was 48 nothing at half and and to be frank with you it probably could have been worse they it was completely running clock the whole second half of a playoff game and the the Eagles got got smacked around a little bit but this was less you Watching it, it was less an indictment on the Eagles and more you watch those Cardinals and just say they are that good of a team. Very, very dynamic. They have weapons everywhere. And their best guy did not play both, was not in that entire game. He had a shoulder kind of stinger where he was game time questionable. First, their coach came up to me and said he's not going to play. Then he was fully in uniform and practicing this whole thing. But he didn't touch the field. He's uh, going to New Mexico State. He's committed there. He came into that game with 1,100 yards on the season and just wasn't there at all. They did not slow down a beat, and they are they are a team on a mission. When you look, you go back and you look at all of those uh, articles and everything surrounding, of course, breaking that streak against Andale, and all of them say this is awesome. We're reveling in the moment, but. We know if we want to win state, we have to do this again, more than likely. And I'm not saying they can, but I am saying it's important mindset-wise to even after the biggest win in 3A Kansas football in half a decade to say, yeah, but we're still looking forward. So I, I think they certainly have a shot in it, and obviously oh, I, I'm it's not saying I
1: think it'll a be a doozy. good. I think it'll be a really really good game. Don't get me wrong. I just think Andale's gonna probably get the best of them. Speaking of which, you mentioned oh, I'm sure the, they want revenge. You mentioned uh, the player for Cheney who's going to be going to New Mexico State. Tip of the cap to Kansas native Jerry Kill, who's the head coach down at New Mexico State. They won eight games this season at New Mexico State down in the I don't want to say the armpit of America, Las Cruces, New Mexico. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing there. Um, you ask anybody. Uh, Still a pretty pretty part of the country, but there's not much there. And, by the way, they won eight games this year and back bowl games for the first time since the early 60s. Jerry Kill, folks, can coach. Everywhere he's gone, that man can coach. Minnesota, uh, anywhere you want to put him, the guy wins football games. Jerry Kill is a phenomenal coach. Speaking of Kansas football, transitioning into the Sunflower (laughs) Showdown here uh, with some thoughts. What are your initial thoughts, Christian, of the Sunflower Showdown here in this rendition? Uh, the 121st rendition of the Sunflower Showdown. What are your initial thoughts of it?
0: Well, I don't want to give away my pick. That's for next segment. But uh, it's obviously going to be one of the better, if not the best, Sunflower Showdown in the last decade or so. I think it's going to be very fun. Remember that I'm a transplant Kansas fan. I don't have a dog in this fight either way, nor am I as, as deeply angered maybe if you're uh, I don't know what the feeling I'm a Michigan fan so I'm I'm used to being in a one-sided rivalry for a decade and I'm sure that that's how Kansas and those Jayhawk fans feel but you gotta feel like this is is one that's on the tip of your tongue here it's coming for you and you have a very good shot at knocking off the Wildcats for the first time in a long time the trouble will of course be that quarterback situation uh, the The outlook now is Jalen Daniels could maybe play in a bowl game if they make it, which is wild to think about, you know, he could have been back a couple of weeks ago, and now they're just thinking about maybe a bowl game. The trouble is early in this week, and we talked about it, Leipold said, that, you know, we're op- I think optimistic was the word that he used, that Jason Bean would be back. Obviously he got crunched uh, last week. The trouble is, later in this week, a couple of days ago, he kind of retracted that and said, well, Cole, Cole Ballard, their third stringer, uh, will be ready to go. That's probably the direction we're going to have to plan on at this moment. And that's an exact quote from him. Granted, that still, he says, at this moment, that still leaves uh, three or four days from that point to get him healthy, to get Jason Bean healthy. But with Cole Ballard, I don't, I don't really think the Jayhawks stand a chance. He looked solid. He led a couple of good drives, but Jason Bean has obviously been starting most of the season. He's very dynamic. He gives you uh, a little wrinkle the way uh, he can move his legs. I, I don't think they have a shot with Cole Ballard. I, I think it's a tough game. Period. Even if Jason Bean is back,
1: uh, Jason Bean, I think will be back. I think he will play. Um... But I would agree. I think it will be a difficult game. Kansas State's got more to play for. They could still wiggle their way back in the Big 12 title game. They need to win two games. They need some help. But they could still make it in. So they're going to be playing like that. Um, and, yeah, I just – I don't know. Unless Kansas's run defense just does not show up for whatever reason and they let Devin Neal run all over them for 200-plus yards, I just don't think uh, – I just don't think I see Kansas State – now. Well, I do. I think this game is going to be a blowout. No, I think it'll be semi-competitive, but I don't know if it's going to be as close as maybe as some people might think it could have been if Jalen Daniels was the quarterback or or if Kansas was more healthy. Period. I think it might be a little bit more closer of a game. Kansas State. For folks who don't know, we got to get to a break here real quickly. But for can for those who don't know, Kansas State has got a top twenty-five offense and a top twenty-five defense in the nation. They're the number twelve offense ranked offense in the country, thirty-eight points per game, almost thirty-nine points per game, and over 450 yards per contest. And their defense is a top 25 offense coming in at 22nd. If you want to know where Kansas ranks by the way, Kansas by the way, 66 in total defense, um offensively 33rd, not too far down. Not saying that's the end all be all, but you've got a team in Kansas State that's got a top 25 offense and defense that will uh that will put it together and they and after kind of giving up uh, that could be a thing maybe. I doubt they've kind of corrected it here of last few weeks, but if Luke Arnold gets loose behind the defense and they throw deep shots and stuff, maybe that keeps Kansas in it. Uh, that's one thing about Kansas. They are a very strict uh, quick strike offense. Kansas State is not is not as much that. But uh yeah, I don't know. I just I wish Kansas had more health on their side. That's what I wish to make this game possibly a little bit more intriguing. But it's the it's into the it's into the, the regular season. We're in November. Everyone's banged up. Everybody's banged up. So, any more sure. quick final 30 seconds of final thoughts there?
0: I, I will say the way that Kansas has been doing the superhero thing, you see, you, you ever watch a superhero movie, the, the Indiana Joneses of the world, the Mission Impossibles, they get pushed off a cliff. What do you do? You hang on. They're always hanging on to the lip of a cliff by three fingers. Kansas has that ability to hang on with their run game, especially if Jason Bean is playing, how dynamic he can be. The last four games they've played, I believe, have all been down to one score one way or the other. I think their ability to hang with teams and to stick, stick around will make this a great game no matter what.
1: We will see. That's uh, kicking off, uh, I think it's 7 Central, 6 Mountain Time kickoff. Uh, they're on It's, it's,
0: it's FS1. I think it's F. What,
1: what I think am I it's wrong? Six, that?
0: I think it's six central. Six I central five
1: six mountain. Central. Okay. Well, I could be wrong. Fact check that, and we'll get that right after the break. Fact check that. Uh, but I do know it's on FS1, which kind of stinks. It should probably be on something bigger. Uh, it's going to be a much better game than that. All right. Let's get to break. Come back. We will uh, wrap the show with our picks for the weekend. That's next in the Blitz.